Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi there, people. This is Matt Sierra, and this show is called Business with Matt Sierra. Isn't it smart? This is the show where we're talking about how to earn more, how to spend in a smarter way, and how to simply live a better life. And today we're going to think about the reality, the new reality that is related to war, because we've got war in Europe uh, between Ukraine and Russia, which uh, brutally attacked Ukraine. And today I'm going to think with you, I'm going to resume uh, the situation, especially thinking about your money, because every time when something so evil happens, you can whether cry and do nothing or get into depression or do something to to get along to to survive the situation and even maybe to make your life better out of it so i'd prefer option number three well we can begin with crying of course maybe it's uh, well definitely it's a natural thing but in the long run we need some changes some conclusions some we have to change something in our lives in order to be prepared because the only thing that is sure in the world is the change. So one day pandemics, another day war, another day, day crisis. We never know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we do know that something will. Okay, so we have to think about it. And I'm going to share with you six ideas related to this war that we can observe in the real life right now, which means that they are uh, bulletproofed. Yeah, I mean, they work. This is not a theory, this is not a book, this is something that really works. But first, let me remind you that below this video, you're gonna find the link to download the free episode uh, with Elon Musk's success strategies. I've prepared a 60 minutes video for you with uh, the complete analysis of Elon's strategies so it's a lot of fun but also a lot of uh, useful knowledge so check out the link below and let's go six conclusions six rules that we see work right now the first rule is that every kind of crisis whether it's war uh, or um, pandemic or whatever 
brings also opportunities with it. Even the Chinese word for crisis uh, is made out of two characters. Yeah, one is uh, change and one is possibility, opportunity. And although this is, uh, this can, it can sound a bit cynical. Yeah, like, but Matt, people are dying there. There are rockets in the air. And you're gonna talk about how to earn on this situation. Well, yeah, but only in a, an ethical way. Why? Because we can't just sit down and wait for months or years. We've got to think what to do it, what to do with it, what to do with this kind of situation. Unfortunately, I don't have a button that I can push that would end the war. I can't do it. So the only thing I can do is to help the refugees, which we have here a lot of them, millions of refugees uh, here in Poland, and we help them all the time. We invest a lot of money in it, a lot of time. We do a lot of things, but I'm not here to, to flex or to, to show you how good am I. I'm here to tell you what you could do about it. So uh, yeah, the first thing is to help people that are in need. And it's always a good idea, not only during the wars, but always, because there are always plenty of people who need help. So that's, that should be a rule, the rule of thumb, which always works. So that's the first one. The second one is that you would have, would think that you should be prepared. It's a good idea to be prepared for tomorrow, for a crisis, for various scenarios, we never know. So we should think about it. And that's why the first rule of thumb is every time something bad happens, it also brings some opportunities. Some of them are unethical. For example, here in Poland, we've got a couple of guys who are uh, pretending to be a cab drivers and they take some Ukrainians refugees from the frontier. And then after eight kilometers, they tell them to pay, for example, 200 bucks. And those people are in the middle of the woods, in the middle of the forest, and they have to pay because they are in foreign country. They don't know what to do and they pay. So this is, well, they've told me to stop cussing uh, and saying bad words. So, so I'm not gonna say what, a, I exactly think about it, but it's not something we want to discuss here. What we do want to discuss here is opportunities which are good for everyone. I mean, win-win deals. For example, my friend opened, she has a school and a couple of days ago, she opened the class for Ukrainians refugees. It's going to be free in the beginning, at least uh, for them. Uh, but first she hired and a couple of Ukrainian teachers. So it's a win for those people who came here and want to teach because they were teachers in Ukraine. Uh, she will earn on it in the long run because after some time, sometime probably it's not going to be uh, free anymore or she will add some secondary school. We'll see, but in the long run, she definitely will earn. So it's a win for her also. And it's a win for all those little kids who had to break with their education because one day they've uh, woken up and they've see the rockets instead of their school. Yeah, so such a tough situation. But at least right now, thanks to my friend, they will, uh, it will be easier for them to assimilate in a foreign country because they will get 
classes in their native language. Although they are in a foreign country, they will attend, they will attend Ukrainian classes. So it's a win-win-win. Every single part of this deal wins. So this is a good stuff, a good solution. Yeah. That wouldn't happen without it. So it means that the, as a side byproduct of bad events, it can happen also something good, some positive out of it. And we just have to stay alert to see those opportunities. My, another friend opens a kindergarten for Ukrainian kids who speak only Ukrainian and also the same story. He will uh, hire Ukrainians and so on. I've got my Institute of Linguistics and we will, well, we already have prepared a Polish language course for them, but we gave it away for free for thousand people because we just thought that it was a right thing to do. But in the future, we can think about various different languages like English, for example, or Spanish, German, uh, something that doesn't have to be free because it's going to be for those people who have already started living normally here in Poland and they, in the future, they will want to have more capacities, more capabilities, uh, more skills. Yeah. So it's not like fleeing from the war by learning German, but yeah, learning Polish is essential for them because they are here. Uh, but learning other languages in the future will be something that could be uh, helpful and it could be done normally. I mean, uh, it could be sold. And also, for example, during the pandemics, yeah, when pandemic started, uh, some people thought that's the right moment to sell, uh, for example, some liquids to um, disinfect uh, hands and so on. Yeah, so, and they earned millions or some gloves or masks. So, although it doesn't justify the situation, yeah, like, well, good that it had happened because thanks to that, I can earn money. No, 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 no. It's just, unfortunately, it had happened and we can't change it. But there are also opportunities and why to ignore them? There's no single logical reason to ignore them. So that's the rule number one, because it always works this way. Always. Whatever the type of crisis that comes, a lot of new millionaires, a lot of people can maybe not even always get rich, but, but at least use some of those situation in order to earn something and to, yeah, just to uh, earn more, yeah? Create products that are needed right now. If you stay alert, you're always gonna find those ways instead of only limit yourself to crying. Yeah, so, so that's it. The second thing, the second rule that we can observe right now is that gold really works. This is the coin that I bought two years ago. Uh, particularly literally two months before the pandemic started. And I paid more or less $1,440 American dollars for it. Today, after a couple of weeks of war, I could sell it for 
$2,100. The same situation worked during the pandemics. Because when the pandemic started, also the gold prices started to go up. Because it works this way. When something bad happens, gold is happy and gets more and more expensive. So right now we've got proof. This is not the first proof in the history of humankind that gold works this way, but it's a great proof. And this is uh, something pretty important because uh, and interesting because there's a law that says that you can only take uh, money or gold or whatever that its value is up to 10,000 euros or dollars when you cross the border. So you can take 100 such coins when crossing the border. It's not legal, which means that they would take it away from you. That's the theory. And right now, the practical life, the real life, showed us that more than 2 million Ukrainians crossed the Polish border and no one asked them about how much money do you carry with you, how much gold coins, how much ounces of gold or silver do you have. So probably out of those 2 million people, some are millionaires and brought millions of bucks in their pockets. This is a pretty good info because it means that it works this way. So the theory is pretty brutal. Yeah, and people think that, okay, why to invest in gold if, yeah, gold, uh, gold's value uh, is bigger during the wars, during the wars, but at the same time, I can't cross the borders with it. So what's the point? Well, the point is that it seems that you do can cross the border with it, with thousands of dollars in gold. So, uh, and it's proofed. Right now, we see it every single day, which means that gold is a good solution, but I don't mean some theoretical, uh, some theory, some gold from theory, yeah? like some paper gold, some, some investments on stock market. I mean, the real physical gold that you can put in your pocket or hide somewhere in your car, and then cross the border and start a new life in a foreign country. I wish we would never be forced to change the countries, to, uh, to see the wars again, and so on. But I can't influence this, this reality. So what we can influence is that you could be, you could be more prepared. Because think about those 2 million Ukrainians that are in Poland right now. Some of them have 100 such coins and others don't have anything. Who's in a better situation? All of them are in a pretty uh, drastic situation, in tough situation because they've left their countries. In many cases, they've left their relatives uh, who are at war right now. So they are all in tough situation, but some of them are in tougher situation because they don't have any money and others have 100 gold coins or two gold coins. Anyway, gold works and that's proofed right now. 
Another thing, the thing number three is Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but mainly Bitcoin and Ethereum because they are the safest. Well, where when the situation is perfect and nothing bad happens in the world, then there are plenty of cryptocurrencies that are that seem worth investing. But during the times of crisis like pandemics or wars, it turns out that Bitcoin and Ethereum and maybe a couple of others are the only cryptocurrencies that are worth investing and worth being interested in. So, again, right now, when the war began, um, the Bitcoin's price uh, went up a little, not much, but a little. And right now, it doesn't change a lot. Which means, imagine that you're an Ukrainian refugee and the war begins and you've got Bitcoin. No one will take it from you because you've got your passwords in your mind. So this is not even like this, yeah? Like a gold coin which I can uh, take you take from you by force, using force. With Bitcoin, it's impossible. Well, someone would have to torture you in order to get your passes. So it's not gonna happen. No one ever will know how much Bitcoin do you have. Because you can cross all the borders in the world, even if there are no wars, and you can have 100 Bitcoins worth millions of bucks. No one will know. So that's the solution. Imagine right now that, that you are an average Mihail from Russia. Not the evil aggressor, not the mercenary, not the Putin's friend, but an average guy from Moscow. And right now you wake up and your country attacked other country and all the whole world uh, puts some serious sanction on your country, which means on you personally also. And your national currency loses its value. What can you do? Well, one thing is to buy Bitcoin as soon as, as fast as possible. And a lot of Russian average, normal, good people had to do it and did it. And that was the only way or the main way to save their money because their national currency is worth, well, not nothing, but much less, 60% less, yeah? And the same works in other countries, yeah, which are not connected to the war. Because for example, here in Poland also, Bitcoin is always good to have because it's always good to have to, bit, to have Bitcoin because there's an inflation which is pretty high and because of the war uh, it's gonna be even higher. Uh, in the United States the inflation also goes up and up all the time in recent years. It means that Bitcoin could be the solution, especially in the times of crisis when you have to cross, when you have to cross the borders, when you have to switch the country uh, and then all those rules that you can carry on only 10,000 euros or dollars with you don't apply here because no one will ever know how much Bitcoins you have, okay? So the Bitcoin is a pretty good solution. Another thing, the thing number four are real estate. That's a bit complex because right now it depends on the country. For example, if you're in, if you're in Ukraine, then probably you will lose everything. 
yeah like all all your houses could be destroyed physically which means which shows us that all those ideas those dreams about buying real estate to have it and to pass them on my children in 50 years probably are only the legends maybe in some countries it will happen but but you know ukrainians either thought that they could be attacked one day because it seemed impossible in this part of the world so you never know which means that is not as safe as it could be seen right now okay so that's for uh, an a ukrainian person right now for let's think about a russian person a russian mikhail who bought his home um, three years ago and right now his interest rate is doubled because the interest rate in russia was 9.5 and right now it's 19 which means that his monthly uh, pay, uh, monthly payment uh, increases almost by two which means that many of those mihails who didn't do anything bad anything evil and they are definitely against the war but they can't say it publicly because they could be threatened uh, in various ways and they will lose their homes because they will not afford paying for them for those monthly pays, payments okay so this is kind of uh, of a struggle the same happens in other countries because for example here in poland the interest rate also uh, is bigger right now maybe it's not a, as uh, much bigger as in russia but uh, it was 2.5% and right now it's uh, 3.25% and we already know that it's gonna go up and up. Which means that many people who bought real estate will sell them, lose them, whatever. So, uh, so it means that it, it's not always worth buying houses using mortgage. Because you could be screwed, okay? So it could be problematic, especially if you're an if you are in a war zone then you could lose anything okay uh, if that's your only investment i would deeply recommend you to divide your money into various possibilities into bitcoin gold foreign currencies uh, to do something more because a person who only buys real estate in one country in one place could be screwed could have serious problems with this the only advantage that we see here in poland right now is that uh, the rent goes up well it's for many people it's a disadvantage but for people who own real estate it's an advantage yeah because right now we've got two million new people many of them have money and many of them want some luxury like they not all of them have to sleep somewhere in the worst place and the cheapest one some of them have money and they want a normal house they want to lend it uh, rent it and they will pay for it so right now recently what we saw here in uh, recent days is uh, that it's very easy when you you're an owner to to earn to earn and to find a customer and yeah so that works uh, so the final conclusion well is not final because we never know 
what could happen. Uh, what we do know is that in war zones, you could lose everything. And different countries, when you buy them, buy real estate using credits, using mortgage, uh, then you could also lose everything because your monthly payment could increase, could be increased so much that it could be too tough to pay it. And, but on the other way around, on the other way around, uh, on the other hand, it's gonna be easier to earn from rent, from renting. Uh, real estate in the country where a lot of new people come because they need a place to stay so that's it uh, what will it uh, how will it look like in the future we'll see in upcoming weeks but right now it seems that if you're in love in real estate like i am then you should consider reconsider your strategy in order to diversify in order not to lose all your money. Because right now, it can be seen that many people can lose a lot. Okay, what's more? Uh, currency. Currency, paper, cash. Something that is good to have, but not too much. Why? Because for example, right now, here in Poland, the inflation, uh, well, officially they are giving us numbers like 9%, 10%, but we see in the shops and gas stations that the inflation, the real inflation is 15 or 20%. In Turkey, their inflation is 50%, officially and unofficially 100%. You know what? There are only a few things certain in life, death, taxes, but also the inflation, which means that if I don't do anything with this money, and this is pretty good value today, but if I don't do anything in it, which means I don't invest it in Bitcoin, in gold, uh, in business, hiring new people, which is also one of my main ways to use my money. If I'm not gonna do it, in a couple of years, I'm gonna visit a bakery and buy some bread for it. Yeah, because that's what happens with paper money. Which means that you only need paper money to survive. The um, paper money in various currencies, in Euro, in American dollars, uh, maybe in uh, Japanese uh, yens. Yeah, so that's a good idea to diversify it. But in the long run, only uh, you need it to survive to have some uh, quick cash if needed. And that's it, not more, not more, because uh, saving this paper money or whatever, having it or your, on your bank account will make you poorer and poorer every, every single year, okay? So you've got to avoid it because you will lose 10% or 20 or 5% of your money every single year. Better try with something else, with business, uh, real estate even, maybe uh, gold, Bitcoin, whatever. Because having paper money is the guarantee of losses. And the, the ultimate thing is related to credits. And we see it right now, again, during the war, that People who use credits are screwed much more than people who don't use credits. Again, a person who bought his house in Kiev, in Ukraine, 15 years ago, using mortgage, paying monthly 
monthly payments. Right now, loses everything possibly. Well, we don't know yet, but possibly. Although he was paying regularly his payments for 15 years. And right now, what does he have out of it? A normal person in Ukraine, in Russia, in Poland, who uses credits, doesn't have a lot of savings in his bank account, which means that imagine this kind of person uh, crossing the border. Imagine two Ukrainian guys, two Ukrainian refugees. The first one, the first Dmitry, uh, doesn't have anything because he had credits. So maybe, maybe you could say, okay, but at least he will lose his credits. He will lose his debt because his banks will not exist anymore. Well, if that comforts anyone, maybe, uh, maybe, but, but probably if he used credits all the time, it means that he never saved money. So he crosses the border and he doesn't have money. Okay. He has something, but right now he needs a job. He needs a place to stay and he doesn't have money. And the second Dmitri never uses credits, which means that he saves this money and he crosses the border of a foreign country and he's got some money. Who's in a better situation? It's pretty obvious. Imagine Mikhail from Moscow who bought a new iPhone a couple of months ago. And right now his interest rate is doubled and his national currency is worth nothing. So it probably means that he will say goodbye to his iPhone. Why? Because he's got uh, stupid political leaders. That's it. But no matter the leaders, because the fact is that it can apply to every single country that if you, if you live using credits all the time, sooner or later, something bad will happen and you will be screwed. That's it. When the times are good, everything seems to work. People buy new cars, new homes, and so on. But sooner or later, something happens and it will. That's not the last war. That's not the last, uh, that was not the last pandemic. That's not going to be the last crisis which comes here uh, really quickly. It will happen again and again and again. And then, mainly then, you see that people using credits are in much, much tougher situation. While people without any debt are at least calmer. Well, for Ukrainian refugees, they are all in tragic situation because they've got relatives in Ukraine who are at war. But at least, at least they don't have any debts and they have some money to start in a new country. Much better. So credits really are for losers and don't waste your life using this evil tool, which can only destroy your life and make it much harder. That was all for today. I hope it can help you with your investment decisions for the future, with your, uh, which will, that it showed you some opportunities that, it, that there are always there and that you could prepare yourself for all the crises that could come and we know they will. Remember that below this video, you will find a link to download the free episode 
about Elon Musk's success strategies, I deeply invite you to do it right now and see you every single Thursday. Thanks a lot. That was Business with Matt Sierra. Hey, you! Remember to subscribe this channel and download the free episode. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.